Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody. You're welcome to our, you know, uh, excuse me, September 7th version of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Where I start off our show with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us be here today. And uh, uh, we offer this show up really for everybody dealing with the hurricane damage, uh, for Hurricane Laura that are uh, within this uh, listening area. I pray that um, those people be able to be given the encouragement to know that it's it's really you know uh, one hour at a time, one day at a time, and uh, and just know that they have our support. Ask that you're clear, that you give us clear guidance as to what everybody needs to do to try to get this this uh, strong community back up on its feet, and uh, help us to be able to remember that you're always there with us, like the footprints poem. Uh, it was during the bad times that you were holding us up. And right now we know and we trust that you are. In Christ's name we pray, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. I'd love to do a little theology with you about that, but uh, that's, I guess, for another day or another show. But I do know that God is with us, and uh, God does not want anybody to suffer. And uh, and at least uh, theologically, that's where I stand. Uh, there's a lot of places theologically a lot of people stand, and uh, I don't want to get bogged down with that. But I do know this, that we all can agree that uh, with God— Things are going to go a lot more smooth. Um, we, our second segment, uh, we're going to be talking to Paul Burgess, executive director at uh, Calcasieu Soccer Club, and uh, he's going to give us his spin now. Uh, seven days later, after we got our uh, initial analysis from Coach Jason Ortling uh, from St. Louis High School, and uh, and we're going to keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on over there, and not only just speed uh, in uh, a media to to report information, but try to get action uh, taken that they really, really need. Right now, they're still in the assessment process. And uh, a lot of these guys over here in New Orleans with us and um, got all of us in New Orleans excited with their presence. You know, with COVID and everything, it's been very dull here. And so we finally got tourists, and tourists make us happy. And uh, and um, so we're hoping that they're enjoying our time here. Uh, hopefully, we're being, everybody's being very hospitable. And uh, from what I hear, that's exactly what's going on. And uh, I know Archbishop had mass for everybody in the area uh, Saturday, and all the buses from the, le- the near Catholic schools were able to uh, uh, give free of charge rides to everybody to the cathedral, and and so uh, um, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a haul, and and we have twenty uh, COVID at the same time, so it's testing our character, and I believe that our character is strong, and we will come f- come through this with flying colors, okay. Um, in this first segment, though, I got some good news for everybody, finally. Okay. Um, um, Michael Frederico, our, our assistant executive director for uh, soccer, sent out a communication to all the coaches a couple of days ago saying, welcome to the 2020-21 soccer season. So they're very confident in Baton Rouge uh, that that – Soccer is going to go on as scheduled, and uh, now it's looking like football is going to shave off two weeks and try to stay on schedule uh, so that we'll only have our football players interrupted um, like normal. 
Okay, um, we can never really start things in in October 26 without football still going on. Usually, it's playoff teams um, that that suffer, like the people who have uh, football players in the playoffs. And now that we have nine state championships, it's like that's almost everybody in the state. You know, um, ridiculous. Anyhow. It's going to be the case again. I mean, it's a headache, but it's it's a good headache. You know, we want these kids playing soccer, and uh, and so it looks like now, from a soccer point of view, everything except for club soccer being high, in hiatus, everything's good to go. Now, I want to again reiterate that when it comes to club soccer, we're not there yet. Club soccer, we have to get to phase three before you can start any kind of competition with the younger kids. I think you need to get to phase four before we can really get the soccer like normal. And a lot, a lot of our teams have been going, uh, going out of state. I mean, it's, soccer is going on everywhere else. Football is going on everywhere else. And and I think uh, our our governor's starting to see that. And and uh, when I say everywhere else, everywhere else in the southeastern conference, okay. And and so uh, I think the momentum right now is for Louisiana to jump on board with that and to start playing. And I'm going to tell you, uh, it is possible with social distancing to practice social distancing, y'all, and to function. Uh, we're doing it in my high school. We've had no cases uh, um, at Tower High School. We've been social distancing. We're practicing uh, the sports that you can practice. Like I'm a football coach, also I work with the kickers and the punters, and um, and uh, it's hard to coach football social distancing, but it, it is it is possible. It is very possible. And so far, we had no outbreaks. At the same token, my nephew, who plays for a high school football team in Louisiana, they their whole team shut down with COVID. So it's different in every different area. So I do know that uh, it's easy to uh, quite easy to um, to have an uh, a spike somewhere with a community spread. And so we still have to be, keep doing our part, but. Um, uh, we need to keep doing our part, but it's looking like uh, it'll be a little different on the sidelines and a little different on the field. But uh, right now, everything's going as planned. Coaches are reaching out to me to fill their open dates, and uh, it's it's feeling really good in that regard. And uh, um, just some things for the high school coaches. If you haven't checked your email, uh, get busy because now we have deadlines, okay? Uh, and these are serious, okay? The schedule portal... <laughs> For you to put your schedule in, uh, should be completed by November 14th at the LHSAA site. So get busy with that. Okay. Um, all head coaches must take the online clinic. Okay. Um, and, uh, Online clinic will close on October 18th. It will open two weeks from now. So it's not open yet. It's open on September 21st, but then you better get it done. Okay, there's going to be a fine for not completing the deadline, and who knows uh, how many people don't do that. I would argue that everybody in the everybody in the um, high school ranks uh, register also with the uh, Louisiana High School Soccer Coach Association and, um, and, and get on that um, um, information train uh, so that way nothing has uh, uh, caught you one way or the other. Now here we have the National Federation of High Schools has a COVID-19 clinic that all head coaches and assistant coaches must take and get a completion certificate uh, with all other compliance documents. And it must be completed by the first day that we get started. That's October 26th. Okay, so some of you don't even have your assistant coaches lined up, but now you need to get that done. And uh, uh, there's some study material that that uh, Mr. Federico set out. If you didn't get it, you can contact me at MNFUTBOL uh, on Twitter or on Facebook.
or uh, get in touch with me um, via um, LA Prep Soccer. I'm A. DeRitter. It's hard to, to miss that. Anyway, I'll forward you this communication so that way you can get started studying for everything. Okay. Now, uh, players have got to be registered uh, for both junior varsity and varsity levels. Um, if And the, here's a little difference uh, from the bad old days, the good old days. If a player participates on both levels, he or she must be listed in the system for both levels. Okay? I think that makes things more seamless from year to year because they purge the system. You know, they purge everything every 12 months. And so that way you, you, you don't have to – they don't have to keep – repeating the work okay at least that's what i think it's all about um all coaches must be registered in the system and assigned the appropriate levels of competition um uh, there's rules concerning cecp and if you need to get cecp certification you better get it done now okay i uh, just get it out of the way so you can focus on we're gonna have uh, you can focus on the 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 all of the rules that we're going to have to follow to have COVID-19 being practiced. Um, if we do get to phase three, which I'm pretty confident we will. All right. Um, now, you have to audit your schedules. Okay. Scheduling has been a mess this year. Uh, why? Uh, we shouldn't be because we've had a lot of free time. And um, anyhow, um, they don't want to, we have enough to deal with. We don't need people saying that we're playing on Tuesday and the other coach saying we're playing on Wednesday. Purge all that stuff now um, before before you get busy. I mean, if you're a club coach right now, I mean, you're practicing, I'm practicing. I, I get that. But but uh, um, if most of us aren't going out of state, but if you're on an upper level team, I, I get that too. I mean, you're not sitting around still. You got to get in a car and go all the way to Houston or go all the way to Jackson to go play a game every weekend. So I know that's going to be very, very taxing for you. Hopefully we won't be having that very much longer. Okay. Um, anyhow, if you have a match cancellation after November 14th, both schools must approve the cancellation and then there is a huge problem if, if that doesn't happen. Okay. So uh, you've been forewarned. Uh, these, these are good warnings because we want to get started with high school football. All right. Um, so that's the good news. Uh, but now we're going to take a break and we're going to get to the bad news. OK. Uh, and we'll talk to, again, Paul Burgess, who uh, is on Ground Zero with Calcasieu Soccer Club on Monday Night Football. You voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. We have on the line now with us uh, Coach Paul Burgess. Uh, did I pronounce that right? Yeah, that's right, Paul Burgess. Yep. All right. Well, Coach, y'all been through uh, a rough time, uh, to say the least. Uh, first of all, let's let's let everybody get to know you. Uh, what's your um, what's your um, uh, role over there at Lake Charles Soccer? Yeah. Okay. So I'm the um, executive director of Calcasieu Soccer Club, and um, yeah, we've been around for about uh, 30, 30 years now. Um, originally Lake Charles Soccer Association, then Imperial Calcasieu Soccer Association, and then we've been the Calcasieu Soccer Club for um, probably the last uh, twelve years or so. So yeah, I'm the I'm the director and charged with doing the, um, the programs and, and and running the club operations. How long have you been in Lake Charles? I've been there for eighteen years now, and uh, yeah, that's been my home. Okay, so you have been there through Rita. Um, yeah. Compare the two. 
Uh, well, you know, it's, it, I, I, I may come across as being, I, well, I don't want to come across as being overly dramatic, but I, but I, I do welcome the opportunity to, to be on your show just to convey the seriousness of the situation. That, that To me, there really is no comparison. Um, this is far greater in terms of the devastating effects across the community. Um, with Rita, I actually evacuated and, and, and was away from the community for two weeks until uh, power was restored. This time I came back after um, two days and uh, the pictures and the videos that I've seen kind of prepared you, but when you saw it in, in real life in front of your, your own eyes, it, it was... Um, yeah, there are no words really. It's so widespread, and it's 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 just hard to kind of make people understand who who've not been in in town to see it. And I don't recommend going in if you don't have to. Um, just what's happened, like businesses um, demolished, homes demolished. Um, the, the the amount of power lines down all across the the area and it's not just Lake Charles it's southwest Louisiana um, and I know that Texas had uh, had some damage too but um, yeah it's it, it's bad Alan you know and I, and I, I don't I, I just can't say enough about um, how I want people to just keep it in the front of their minds at the moment because it's easy to see things on TV and then, right, okay, well, everyone's life's going on and everyone has really, really important things to attend to in life and we can forget about the plight of, 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 of people, you know, just coming through a, a disaster like this. But it, it's going to be a long, long recovery and um, I, I think the city will be, will be permanently changed through this. Yeah, and uh, I will tell you this. I can tell that the uh, the regular media has gotten fatigue already. We had a uh, issue with our storm, Katrina. They called mm -hmm. it Katrina fatigue, and I think the media in this case got tired of it before it even got old. You know? Yeah. The sad thing is, is, is today I even I saw that um, our our mayor, Mayor Nick Hunter, um, in Lake Charles, he. He made a, a Facebook post because I think social media is is, is uh, not for once, but you know, thankfully, social media is doing some good at the moment in terms of keeping the story in 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 the forefront of people people's minds. And Mayor Hunter made a post that said um, he was he was scheduled to do a, an interview with one of the national. Um, news networks the day after the storm he'd done one prior to the storm um obviously they were all wanting to know you know what's going on what's going to happen in lake charles and he was scheduled to do one the next day concerning the immediate aftermath and he got a text message uh, the morning of the storm saying um we uh, thanks but we don't need you anymore wow. and and he he assumed, and his in his words, uh, you know, this is this is up on Facebook, so I'm I'm not making it up. He said he assumed that possibly they got some, uh, maybe some of the um, emergency services um, to 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 make statements or do an interview, but apparently nobody um, was nobody else was involved or contacted, and so that was kind of disheartening for him as the leader of our city, and. Um, 
and 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 it is a concern. And again, it's <clears throat> it's just to see it. You know, it's just um, it's sad because many many people are, are going to be displaced from their homes um, for a long period of time. And I think there's a lot of uncertainty about how long the recovery will take at the moment. Well, you know, I will tell you this. In the New Orleans area, um, we're not allowing fatigue to happen. Uh, y'all were there for us, even though y'all had your own hurricane a couple hours later, basically. And uh, uh, and we did not – we will not forget that over here. A lot of your uh, citizens yeah. are here in town, and they've been welcomed with open arms. And I'm hoping that uh, – uh, this is what I'm hoping. Tell me if I'm off base. With Katrina – the winds weren't bad enough to destroy the houses. So we had to destroy the houses ourselves and rebuild. Here, the houses are destroyed, and so now you can build from the ground up, and maybe it won't take 10 years, maybe five years. You think? Um, and I'm going to tell you this, except for one pocket of New Orleans, the east uh, and the ninth ward, I would put them in the same boat. Um, uh, the city's better. Like uh, We have a better right. infrastructure, be- better buildings, better medical system. And so uh, I think that's the reason to get up every morning and do the gr- the drudgery work that y'all about to do. I, I agree with that. I, I can't speak for what happened in New Orleans. I do remember um, coming in town, I, th- I think it was probably eight to nine months later. And again, I was shocked at that stage to see still the devastation. And, and somebody said, somebody told me I was visiting in town, said, you just need to go drive around. You don't feel bad about driving. He told me to go to a neighborhood so I could see from my own eyes that a neighborhood that had, had I think it was Lakeview. Am I yeah. right in saying Lakeview? He said, you just need to go there, not to be a tourist, just go to, for your own eyes to realize what actually happened here. And I couldn't believe the water lines on the houses that were still existing. And, 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 and that's what I, I think I can compare those two storms, just thinking of the devastation dealt to those areas um, that, that I was able to see and what I've been able to see in the, the past week in, in Lake Charles in terms of, right, well, what does it take to recover? But I agree with you. Um, I, I I wasn't a big fan of, of New Orleans up until... Um, a few years ago when I, I saw what character the city had. It, it, it was funny, you know, beforehand, I'd, I'd never spent enough time here to recognise what a great city it was. And then I saw how people pulled together and and rebuilt it into what it is now. And, and, and actually, Alan, I'm, I'm here in New Orleans today. I came in last night oh, wow. just, to get, just to get away from Lake Charles for a for a few days um i needed to clear get some headspace and um and, and and yeah man i just i just think it's an incredible city and it and you know it's, it sounds cheesy to say it sometimes but well you know people make the city well they absolutely do you know i, I can't believe um you know i can't believe how how much the city is as Maybe maybe you tell me, well, it was always beautiful before, and I just didn't know it. But, but now it, it just it seems like it's just a beautiful place to come to. And, and, and you know, it, it does have its edgy side, New Orleans. Like where I'm from in the Liverpool, Manchester area of England, it's, 
there's an edginess to those cities, but there's a, there's a real beauty to those cities too, and, and I think it comes from the people. Uh, and I've said that about Southwest Louisiana. You know, when people say, "Well, why, why did you settle in Lake Charles?" and as well, you know, um, I was married to a girl from there. That's the first thing. But <laughs> but but the other thing was the people made me feel so welcome, and I think that is what's going to carry Southwest Louisiana through. And you, you know, you said there about you um, you won't forget about Lake Charles or the Southwest Louisiana re- region, which is very very much appreciated but i i've actually got quite emotional about seeing the people who've come in to the area to help rebuild whether it's the volunteer groups or or um or the the, the linemen and, and and the um the utility companies from all around what seems like the country different states to, to like work so hard um to, to, to get the, the city back up um, on its feet is it's incredible and it, it is it's, it, I'm so filled with gratitude for it it's um, it's been an amazing sight for the past week um, so yeah yeah we, we well, appreciate your support well look we had Jason Ortling on last week and uh, um, and mm, we asked him yeah. point blank what can we do I'm asking you point blank what do you need from us well so <laughs> I thought you might say that, and because Louisiana Soccer Association, who I've been in touch with, have, have asked me the same thing. Quite honestly, I, I feel like it, it's a little bit early for me to, to define too much about what, what I think we're going to need, because we've not been able to do a full assessment as as a club, say, about what, what we can do for our players and our families. But but the first thing, like you've said, I, I would love people to, to just keep it in the forefront of their minds and realise it is a long recovery. And, and and if you if you haven't done you know just check out some of the pictures on on Facebook or or on YouTube, some of the videos that's been posted about it, just so you can start to understand maybe what's facing us. And then um, w- w- the the other thing I've told other clubs who've reached out is if you if you get aware of some families who've been displaced to your area whether that's temporarily um for for weeks or or a few months or even possibly for longer um please welcome those be um probably trying to get the the club back on its feet and 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 so um but at the moment everyone's so dispersed that we've not really made contact this that's one of my jobs this week is to make contact and try to get a little survey back for those people who were able to to let me know okay are you displaced and where and where are you displaced um and, and then uh, you know we'll go from there have you been to the uh to the fields on uh highway mm. 14 yeah just just from a distance um it looks like we've uh, it, it looks like we've suffered some damage with with goals but but I've not been able to go and do an inspection. Um, we 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 looked at the Lagrange fields, which are the uh, the, the smaller complex where our our competitive teams practice. Um, that suffered some damage with the playground. We did chain chain goals up, and and so. The goals look to be okay, but we've not been able to do a close inspection on them. So again, um, we know that we could see that there's like net damage, obviously, but in terms of structural damage of the goals, we, we've not been able to do a proper um, a proper inspection on that because, um, you know, personally, I, I've kind of had a lot of things to deal with this week, um, but 
uh, you, you know, I think it'll be one probably the next time I go back in later this week to Lake Charles, um, I might be able to just go out and say, all right, what are we looking at? But but I know the power centre, we're going to be looking at goals because those goals weren't they they weren't secured. They were just put to one side, and I know they got blown around. So we, we I'll be looking for uh, you know I'll be. We're trying to make a few grant applications uh, yeah, in yeah. the coming months, you know. So, um, but you know, we, we we'll see. You know, uh, it's uh, it's we, we, you know, there's so much love, Alan. I, I just feel there's so much love in that community at the moment that I've felt that has almost has almost been as strong as the as the feelings of, of devastation and, and confusion. Um, that's that's me speaking for me, but but other people I've spoken to have been overwhelmed with the love that they've been shown, and I think that's the way forward. Um, it, it, it's it's something to it's something to in in the strangest way. I've I've almost feel like once it's happened, what am I going to do about it? But I almost feel privileged to have witnessed what I'm seeing in the recovery efforts. Because you don't you don't realise that until you see that and feel that love from people too, and 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 that that was something that will stay with me for the rest of my life over the past ten days. What I've seen, um, it, yeah, it's it's some it's something that I I will always be grateful for that the, the thoughts and the actual hands-on work that people are doing to get people back on the feet. So it's um, yeah, that's something great too that I feel feel good about right now yeah well um and and every hurricane is different every hurricane's got a personality and uh and every aftermath has its own uh fingerprint and and uh i, I will say this with the um with my experience through several hurricanes um is that no matter what's uh being covered on the media whatnot it doesn't matter the people on the ground here um, uh, have a have a very um, focused attention span, and they're gonna make sure that when they're okay, the people next to them are okay, and and uh, it won't quit until things are where they need to be. You know, I don't know what happened with New Orleans East. Quite frankly, um, I think we lost a lot of our citizens uh, drowning yeah. in the flood, honestly, and uh, right. and so that that we lost that community framework. But like Lakeview came back bigger and better. Um, uh, definitely uh, the. The, the area's infrastructure came back bigger and better, and and I have no reason to believe that Lake Charles won't do the same. It's just um, um, as y'all keeping as we're keeping you in the forefront, and as the needs become clear, we've got to make sure that uh, uh, like my show. I could tell everybody listening from Monroe to Boothville, Venice, you know, what they can do more specifically for you. And especially when it comes to um, not just you getting back into your house, but the soccer community getting soccer back, because that, that should be an yeah. easy one-two punch for all of us here if we pull all resources. I mean, nets are easy to replace. And uh, the goals... I just imagine the goals just like flipping over and over and over on Highway 14. Mm -hmm. There's so much space out there. And we 
We all love playing out there, by the way. And uh, um, I'm hoping yeah. that the showcase tournament for high school isn't isn't canceled. But LSA <laughs> soccer there, we you know, it's worth when I tell the kids, okay, we're going to play in Lake Charles. They they pile up and go, you know. Yeah. Well, well, I, I do, and I do think, um, and I really thank you for your for your support and your positivity there about it, and, and sharing about uh, what happened in the New Orleans area because. Um, Again, I've seen that with my own eyes over the past um, 15 years, but, you know, it it didn't, you know, five, six years ago, I noticed it, you know, um, I thought, well, here you go, here's what happens when when true recovery uh, takes place, and and I I agree with you, I think that will happen in Lake Charles, there there will be some loss, but, but I think soccer can be, I think soccer can be rebuilt very, very easily. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, it is a. I think I do think it's a bit of a unique community, Lake Charles, and, and it's been thriving in recent years, which is why it's probably a little bit devastating to people who, who've who've been. Um, intricately involved in all the different aspects whether that's the sports i mean you know soccer's big in lake charles but but baseball softball is huge in that community and um and so they they'll have been hit very very hard and and people like to come to the to the community so i think the sports and recreation will be one of the things that's um that, that will spring back to life, um, and uh, as as will the arts community. You know, the, there's a lot of pride in the arts community there, and that th- th- those are the things that I think make make cities unique and that gives it a personality. So, um, yeah, th- there's no doubt in my mind we'll come back. It's just, um, I, I, that, like I said, you know, the reason I left yesterday was I just I felt a little bit confused and paralysed, not knowing what to do, um, and so just to get out is um, is is a, is a welcome um, break and, and a chance to kind of assess. All right, well, what will be the next steps? And and no doubt people are figuring that out themselves um, and, and in a, a month by month. And I'd, I'd love to give you an update if, if um, you sure. don't get tired of, you can tell I'm, I'm actually a little bit on, living on adrenaline at the moment, which is why I'm probably talking your ears off tonight. Cause I, <laughs> no. there's, so, there's so much I want to say. Um, I, I, I've been very aware. I've been living on adrenaline for a week and um and so I'd love to give you an update in, in, in a month or, or, or two or whenever you felt like it might be appropriate to, um, to, to maybe tell you know how the city is going on. Um, Most so, definitely. Yeah. That's what we're here for. And, uh, and yeah. I, I uh, know this is out of your realm, but um, now that you've had a week, okay, what are they saying about high schools? It, uh, well, it is out my realm, and, I, and you've actually beaten me to the punch okay. because I didn't. I, I, I don't know actually. When I say beat me to punch, that's actually, actually the wrong phrase to say. What I should have said is, you beat me to reading the post I saw come up about an hour ago, okay. or the latest update from Calcasieu Parish Schools. I think they're going to go online. If I. Okay. I, th- I think they might be going purely online from the 28th is what I, what I believe is going to happen, 28th of this month. But there is the, – the statistic I heard was 97% of the schools suffered damage. And now, different degrees of damage. 
some that I've seen with my own eyes that I'm that I know will not be opening anytime soon. Um, I don't know what what's going to happen in terms of uh, what the plan will be to say how many schools could open and how many can't um, as we go through the coming months. So it, 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 I couldn't tell you any more than that. But but that I didn't read that press release um, thoroughly enough. I just saw that what was what, like a headline of saying I think the twenty eighth they'll be they'll be ready to go up uh, the, all online at that stage. After that, who knows? And um, well, that'll be good. Well, that'd be good because a lot when our kid when our kids left to go to Houston, uh, there was no none of this online stuff, and so once they started going to these schools, the yeah. parents liked it and they stayed. You know, yeah, and uh, yeah, and we've never recovered from that. And here, at least, the kids are connected to their schools, and I think what you're gonna see, uh, and I'm talking just from experience, is uh, in the next two weeks or so, trailers are gonna start showing up. And, uh, and and you can have real school going on with trailers. Problem is we have the COVID stuff. And, and yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what kind of world are we in right now? But but when the trailers do come and everybody's able to, to start start learning, then hopefully the sports will, will, will follow. You know, if everybody can stay close to Lake Charles, you know, yeah. uh, like in the Lafayette area. And New Orleans is a bit too far to play if you're going to play for LaGrange or – or whatnot, but uh, but in in I remember in about a month, a lot of us were were coming back home, and uh, and, and so yeah. we can gut our houses out, live in a trailer, and then go back to school. So, but our yeah. schools really weren't damaged to the extent that the Lake Charles schools were. We just had to pump water out and get rid of the drywall. In yeah. your case, you <laughs> got to build walls. <laughs> well. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, you say that, you, you know, you, you're 15 years on from that and you say that and I'm like, well, yeah, we, we only had to pull out drywall. <laughs> but I remember some, I, I do remember some families in Lake Charles who suffered uh, flooding and, and, and I thought, oh my gosh, how do you even start that, you know, and, and you guys, yeah, I mean. It's easy to say after the fact, I know, and, and, and you obviously, you know, you guys did it right and, and you, you, you did recover and we will recover, but um, yeah, it, it, it will. It, it'll be all all right in the end. But um, we, I, I hope that the one thing that you will, we, we kind of chuckle about it, but COVID has become almost a second thought for me. I, I, I was I was quite vigilant about it for six months, um, like like us all, you know. But then I, when I when I evacuated, I thought, well, this is the first time I've been out of town for six months, and. Uh, how am I going to deal with it? And then when I saw the devastation on the news, it suddenly became like, well, okay, um, I still practice social distance and I still um, wear a mask where where needed. But it, it's it's um, you know it, it, it's just something that I hope doesn't have a negative effect on on Louisiana because people have been displaced. I hope that people do remain safe and it doesn't impact the, the, the state's overall recovery. Um, I believe we'll be all right. I, I'm really thinking positive about it, just with with how I've been over the um, the, the past 10, 11 days now. But um, we'll see. Um, but well, I mean, I, you know what my thing is, Alan, and what? Um, it, one day at a time has yes. never been more true. To, to my life at the moment and I bet it's the same for so many people in in southwest Louisiana and it's actually not a bad thing not a bad way to live 
I um I said that was my one lesson I learned through COVID was one week at a time. And then I joked saying, actually, at the moment, it seems like it's one one day at a time. Well, when Hurricane Laura came, um, I, I absolutely believe that it's a lesson for my, my life that I hope I, I hold on to, that appreciating this day and this moment um, and, and valuing it is 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 my lesson um, that I that I want to take with me because we know we, we we know we're told we're told through scripture that what one day at a time is really all that we we, we can we we are given you know we shouldn't worry about tomorrow um, as coaches you know we, we love to have goals and dreams and we shouldn't lose those dreams right we've got to keep those yeah. we've got to set that target we've got to set that goal we've got to motivate ourselves and our players but. But really, the job at hand is now. And so let's focus on that and let's do the absolute best we can and then worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And, and actually, that's the way I'm... I don't actually know what I'm going to do after Wednesday when my when I've, you know, I've booked in, in, in a hotel here in New Orleans until Wednesday. And after that, I've got no plan. Um, and, and I'm OK with that. So, right. Uh, you know, I get it. <laughs> Yeah. So well, anyway. and I, I, one thing I've learned, you know, like you, I, you're still in the brunt of it. It was really one hour at a time, and uh, right. because because like you just experienced with that that email, you're gonna find that it's gonna be like that, and just okay, two steps up, one step back, and and it's the support structure that's got to be there for you, and uh, and scripture and God. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's gonna be. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be. I know it's gonna be vital, and I think it's the reason why we do come back here. We we do have an entrenchment uh, with faith here in Louisiana, and and, and yeah. loving your neighbor as yourself is one of our core values. So, yes. so we'll be there for you. I want you to lean on us as much as possible, and I will be checking up with you every now and then, maybe uh, sooner than a month, okay, just to see if there's yeah. anything we can do more specifically, okay? Well, Alan, thank you. Yeah, I really do appreciate the opportunity to to come on and um, appreciate you reaching out and um, and and yeah, look forward to talking to you again. And I wish you all the best with with opening up um, with with soccer and schools going back and 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 hopefully entering. Um, phase three with soccer so that kids can start to play and and and, and experience the game um that that we all love so much so yeah i wish i wish you and your community over here in new orleans um all the best for the for the coming months too well here we go with triteness what doesn't kill you makes you stronger you're going to be an automaton in about two or three months yeah. okay so hang in uh, there absolutely yeah yeah absolutely will do man god bless you all, all right. right you you too alan thank you so much again you're welcome all, all right bye-bye Okay, yeah. Uh, so you heard it from Jason Ortling a week ago, and you heard it from Coach Burgess uh, now. Um, uh, my heart aches for them because I've been there, done that. And uh, I'm hoping that what I said during the interview is true, that uh, it's dry damage for the most part. And so um, they're, they're already not halfway through where we went through here in New Orleans, but in the way they are. I mean, it took forever just to get the stuff out, out the house and to gut all these houses and then to get the process uh, worked in reverse. But uh, hopefully um, hopefully, all the materials and everything, I know the construction people are racing down there and 
hopefully the high schools can are even considering trailers and and you know and taking advantage of the resources that FEMA has so these kids can stay home okay i think that's that's what i want to see for lake charles uh um new orleans is still really um not recovered from the people who left okay we've established especially in the high school realm you know there's there's a new pecking order there's been a new pecking order since 05 and i hate to see that happen in lake charles and um uh, it's got a rich high school uh environment and and definitely for soccer and of course we didn't talk about derrida louisiana leesville and all those places i'm going to be keeping my eye on y'all too we haven't forgotten you over here and um and if any of those coaches want to reach out to me at uh, M-N-F-U-T-B-O-L, or on LA Prep Soccer, please do, and we'll make sure that uh, your needs are on the forefront. Uh, we're ready to go over here, uh, and we're not going to suffer from uh, from Laura fatigue. Just uh, when you do figure out what exactly you need, let us know, and I'm sure um, um, the attitude between the coaching and the soccer communities here uh, will come through for you, okay? Well, with that in mind, uh, uh, wow. Um, I want to just say that our prayers are are continually with y'all in Lake Charles area, southwest Louisiana, and and also central Louisiana and north Louisiana. Okay, yeah, we haven't really talked a lot about them, and and I know that there's needs there too. Reach out to us and uh, reach out to God, and we're all praying. Um, uh, at the same time, and so we're all going to get the same message as to what needs to be done, what God needs us to do in order to get things going again. Everything will be better. It's uh, in the long haul. It's the short haul that that makes you stronger and uh, and gets you through it. Okay. So this is Coach Allen Derrida. I wish all of y'all the best. If you want to message me again, at, get me at, at mnfutbol on Facebook and on Twitter, and also on um, um, LA Prep Soccer. I'm A Derrida. Um, Carpe diem in Christ. May God bless you and your families. Take care. Bye-bye.